Hello and welcome to the Wide Teams Podcast, the podcast for geographically dispersed teams and remote workers. Located on the web at wideteams.com and on Twitter at wideteams. This is episode 93. I'm your host, Avdi Grimm, and joining me today is Tute Costa of General Assembly. Thank you uh, so much for joining me. Uh, and if you would, please uh, give us a quick intro for yourself. Sure. So, hello, Avdi, and uh, I'm Tute Costa. I was born in Argentina. And I'm right now traveling while working remotely for General Assembly. Now, uh, just real quick, what is General Assembly? General Assembly is, uh, people still call it a startup because it's so new, but it's now kind of like bigger than what you would call a startup. So anyway, it's a company uh, related to education. So they offer lots of offline courses, like uh, short uh, and super intensive uh, courses for learning yourself Rails and Git or design or business or stuff that startups need. And now they are offering as well, which is a project I started working on, which is so cool, offering some content online in video format. So you can sign up with a credit card and just learn and see what people are discussing there, which I find awesome because I was born in Argentina. And so you need to like, you know, now now it's so much easier everything. But I remember needing to learn from people, like getting to know like people who worked on the things that you loved and who had, you know, connections and needing to move to bigger cities. And now you don't need it anymore. There's so many tools. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, okay, so I love that product. <laughs> cool. Now, uh, so General Assembly is New York based, right? It is. Uh, it has many, like, uh, offices in our, uh, in our cities, but it's mm-hmm. based in New York, yeah. Okay. That's right. You, um, now I understand that you have done a fair amount of moving around while you've worked for them. Is that, is that a yeah. true <laughs> Yeah, it was super fun. I was in Buenos Aires, in Argentina, and so I asked my, like, you know, the, my team, I said, what? Would it matter if I moved to Europe? And so they said, look, you're in Argentina. Like, we don't care. You may be right now at 15,000 miles away from ourselves, and then you may be at 20,000 miles. We just don't care. Just go ahead. Just do your work and move whatever you want. And I said, well, awesome. Thank you. And so I came to Germany. Yeah. Right now I'm in Germany. Okay. Well, let's, let's get into that. Has that more or less worked for you? I mean, have you, have you been able to work as you've been moving around? Yeah, I did. Uh, I'm surprised. Uh, <laughs> it did pretty, pretty well. Uh, I, I heard uh, actually in previous episodes in white teams that mm-hmm. people, when they are not enforced to work at certain time, with a certain timetable and in a certain place, you end up working more. So I did that, but I did actually on purpose because, uh, the first weeks I was moving through different cities every week and typically my Monday would like be just worth, uh, not worth it because I would mm-hmm. be tired, you know, after traveling, I wouldn't find the, uh, a good place to work on. I would be with lots of people in my room and it would be noisy. So I worked uh, quite, quite a bit of hours, but, but it did work well. Like I did my job and the team was happy and I was super happy about like leaving the office, quote unquote, and mm. getting to know awesome cities and awesome people. I, I love traveling and I love working. So it, it's a perfect mixture. What are some of the favorite places you visited? I already knew two cities. They are smallish, which are Heidelberg and Gottingham. I love them because they are about the size of my hometown, uh, 100,000 uh, of population. And they have a university, lots of universities. So there's lots of young, of young life and birds and stuff and cultural life. So I love them. And they have also beautiful landscape. Mm-hmm. But like highlights, also we went to Dresden one weekend 
And there was this crazy annual party that they host in a neighborhood that they closed and there were thousands of people all around. And it was like unforgettable. And I visited also some art cities that I loved. Hamburg, Berlin, Amsterdam in Holland and uh, Harlem and Leiden in Holland. Mm-hmm. And um, they were all great. I love traveling through them. I don't think I would live here though. Like mm-hmm. it's too different from my home place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what were you doing? You were you just like getting on the train every weekend and then uh, like going to a hotel or what? Yeah. So I visited many friends that I had from before in Germany. So sometimes okay. I would stay in their houses, but many times I rent houses, you know, small houses in Airbnb, like mm-hmm. studios. They call it. They're just one room. I think more more than enough for me. So I would stay in nice neighborhoods and nice houses, which weren't that expensive because you rent them for two weeks and they're not that expensive. They're maybe cheaper than a hotel. Mm-hmm. So I was traveling like that. Yeah, take a train. It's just a small backpack. Move to a city that I liked. More or less check a nice neighborhood and live there for one or two weeks and go out for runs and walking and to bars and stuff. And work, mm-hmm. of course, at the home or, or in co-working spaces. Okay. So you did some not not just working from the from your, the places that you were renting, but also from co-working spots. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it would be like sometimes when I didn't have friends, it would be like too lonely, you know. <laughs> right. Go so you got run, to work on my computer all the time alone. No, that's not life. So you got me. to meet new people from everywhere you went then. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. That's awesome. Were Were there any difficulties that surprised you in this process? Well, yeah, there was a super fun problem uh, because uh, people here end their workdays at around 6 p.m. And that's like midday in New York. And mm-hmm. so like after lunch in New York, like they have the spring. They they work a lot and good. And people here just relax. They they work uh, eight hours and they come home and they may have beers or go for a walk or something. So it, it was like hard when I was with friends, when I was in their houses. Mm-hmm. to continue working in a New York time table while they were just hanging out and they would say, don't work so much. And I would say, right. I'm not working that much because I started at 3 p.m. It's the middle of my day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just In the morning, I was like, hanging out, like sleeping and so on. I'm not working that much. That was not, not easy, but it wasn't like a real problem. You know, like uh-huh. go to your room and continue working and go out and share a beer and so on. Mm-hmm. No, no real problems, I think. Uh, but I find it easy also because since I'm a kid, I'm working like this, like, alone no control like freelancing at first and then at a company and then in this one which is like totally remote friendly so it's like it's how i work what's right. funny though is that like kids understand it better than adults like for example my nephews they are three years old right now they see me speaking english and they say okay today is working in his room oh, okay. and and when i tell to my father that he may think oh he's facebooking with friends you know chatting right <laughs> he's like i can go in and interrupt so it's funny how kids like understand it better than than others, and it makes yeah. sense even to me. It's surprising. That's a good point. I never really thought about that before, but like my kids understand the idea that that daddy's working on his on his laptop. Like sometimes even if I'm on the couch, they understand that daddy's working right now. And uh, whereas, yeah, like I'll go out and you know at a coffee shop and some, someone will be like, "So you like checking Facebook or something?" Like, no, I'm yeah. <laughs> working on some code right now. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, that's a good point. Do you think you're gonna go for another like travel adventure at some point? Uh, let's see. Probably yes. I, I don't really know. I don't have plans. Uh, I have like I like traveling every two, like for two or three months, mm-hmm. work and travel and work and travel, and then come back home for a few weeks, and then let's see. I I really don't have plans. We okay. find <laughs> awesome. It's a crazy moment in time where I I have no attachments anywhere, so I can just do that. Right. Let's see. Like maybe in September. Where, would you, where I feel do you like think? Traveling. Like, like, uh, where do you think you could, you would go if you, if you went to traveling again? 
Yeah, I went to visit many countries in Central America. Uh-huh. And many, many, many of those. Anyway, now in summertime, it may be killer for me. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> and also near home, near Argentina, we have a country named Uruguay. Mm-hmm. I want to spend some weeks in its capital city, which is Montevideo. Mm-hmm. I feel it would be a super cool place, uh, maybe actually to settle down and live. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking more like now, not so distant in the, in the globe. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, cool. Now. Let's see. Yeah. Let's talk about your work environment and your like work process a little bit. What's a what's a day in the life of working with your team like for you? Okay, so we have stand up at 10 a.m. or less uh, New York time. So from it 4 p.m. If I have a, I know what to do, I have features which are new or or refactors of things that you know you can do. I do them of course in the morning and in the early afternoon. And if not, I just wait until four and work till twelve. I'm a, I, I like staying up late and mm-hmm. getting up later. So I don't care about that. I actually enjoy it. It's better now here than in Argentina. <laughs> hmm. Um, so we have a stand up and then we have a, all the typical tools, you know, we'll hang out a hip chat and the people tracker and stuff. And so we more or less organize. We see who needs help, who, need, who wants to pair or who wants to just build something alone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we pretty much work. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's pretty standard because I heard many episodes, uh, again, in white teams and we were all more or less following the same flow. Mm-hmm. So you said you do some pair programming. So what tools do you use for that? We used uh, TeamViewer, Screen Hero. I mm-hmm. never used TMAX yet. I'm sure that would be my salvation because in Argentina, I don't have great connections. Mm-hmm. So TMAX would be my salvation, I'm sure. TeamViewer, Screen Hero. And sometimes when it's something that you don't need to interact so much, we'll hang out because it has a great performance even when... Not so great connections. Right. So you just share your screen and speak. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and TeamViewer audio is not that great, so we always have a Hangout also there, so you can right. see a face also. Yeah. Right. But you, so you found that the, they work, but I guess it sounds like the, um, the connection's a little bit laggy with the screen sharing. Yeah. Actually, we try to share from stronger connections to worse ones. So I, okay. because my upload rate is, is, is so, so much worse than the download rate. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I'll work on your machine, you just set up the repo, and I'll go into your computer, it will be easier for you. Right. Yeah, pairing with lag is almost impossible. The, the other person can't follow, and mm-hmm. you just can't really work. Mm-hmm. Do you find um, that, for the most part, you're in good communication with the rest of the team? Or, um, I mean, does the remoteness have a, an impact on your communications? Yeah, it varies. It depends. Uh, I remember at first we were pairing uh, much more. Mm-hmm. So not only would we like be, of course, in constant communication and thinking, well, this right, this now, this can be better, but also personal stuff. Like you're speaking and you start saying, oh, look, there's a super nice thing outside of my window and maybe show it even with a camera. Like mm-hmm. you develop a relationship. Um, I worked uh, a bit in the office in New York and that was perfect. It was quite noisy, noisy actually. So it wasn't easy to concentrate when you wanted to. But uh, there was a great ambience, a super friendly place to be in, lots of interesting people to talk, uh, you know, in the hallways. So there is a there is a penalization on it. Right now we are not pairing so much, so it's like like uh, I do feel a distance, and I'm happy because I'll be going to the office like next week to New York, mm-hmm. and I'm happy because I will get to see them again and kind of like rebuild some of the things that I feel we lost. Like we are not so much uh, so much near. So yeah, there is a there is a distance. You, you can of course deal with it, but uh, there is still a distance. Right. Concretely, what what would you say that you want to see more of? I miss pairing. Mm-hmm. 
I miss pairing. I would love to see more of pairing. Uh, also across teams, like we typically pair the remotes are all in different cities. So mm-hmm. it's like, like our natural way of working, like through chat and pairing and stuff. And, uh, but pairing with New York is like awesome because, uh, so like the, the teams are, there's no like frontier. There's no distance between the teams. Like it's the same working with the guy in Holland than working with the guy in the office next to my desk. Mm-hmm. So I wish I could see more pairing. Let's see. Maybe I can talk about this next week. Mm-hmm. Or right now, actually, as well. <laughs> cool. Well, um, are there any other, any other lessons you've learned about you know, being a remote in a big team? Uh, I learned, uh, and it was a surprise for me. I had the bias that, cognitive bias that it works so great for me. I'm so happy with it that I thought it was like the best option for anybody. I learned that that's not the case. Mm. So many people in New York say, sounds awesome what you're doing, but I actually wouldn't enjoy it that much. <laughs> and I'm surprised. It's like, uh, oh my God, why? <laughs> and well, because they're different. Um, that's the only thing, but, uh, let me think. Actually, in uh, General Assembly, they are like super aware about this uh, distance that can happen. And so they are constantly asking and pinging us like, hey guys, how do you feel? Do you think we could do better? Do you think we could buy some hardware to make it easier? And stuff like that. So I don't feel, I don't feel like we had to go through big pain processes, you know, to learn lessons. Mm-hmm. At least not since I came in. So yeah, I guess I, I, I don't have any more lessons than I already read in your, in your podcast. Right. Well, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, uh, Tutek, before I let you go, where can people find out more about you and, uh, about General Assembly online? Okay. Sure. So General Assembly's link is generalassembly.ly. So that's an easy one. And, uh, my, I'm just in Twitter mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Tutece, Tutece, so it will be T-U-T-E-C. Maybe you can help me update with that one. Well, we'll we'll put links in uh, ah, everything easy. in okay. the show notes. So, and then there's a blog post. Uh, yeah, I wrote about all of this. But anyway, if you already read the podcast, uh, you won't be you won't uh, find anything new there. I think. Oh, I think you might find a, I think you might find a, a few more um, things in here. Uh, that's okay. the 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 blog post uh, on working remotely on your blog, right? And just a comment, uh, it's called the blog because it's built with Jekyll, but uh, I don't maintain it at all. So just find that blog post and read it and have fun, and that will be all, I think. Yeah, we'll uh, definitely, to update it. definitely yeah. put a, a link to that in the show notes. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much, Abdi. Well, thank you very much, Tute. Awesome. Okay. My pleasure. And that is our show for today. Hope you've enjoyed it. To subscribe to the show if you haven't already, go to yteams.com. You can also find the show in the iTunes Music Store. The Y-Teams podcast is distributed under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 license. Our music is by Giles Boquette. Until next week, this is Avdi Grimm, signing off.